0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Green Room Podcast. I'm Matthew Bruni. Joining me once again is Colin Mitchell. And today, Colin, we are joined by Jamori Macklin, J-Mo, j all the nicknames. <laughs> throw it out there. We, we we worked it out before the podcast. Um, Jamori, how are you doing today? Good, man.
1: I can't complain. I'm great.
0: Good, good. Uh, first, uh, how was spring for you? How are you feeling physically? How are you holding up?
1: I'll tell you, I'm tired. i tell you that, man. It was, it, was, <laughs> it was tough, but like it was... It was good for us, man. I I enjoyed it, man. It was fun. You know, with the new staff and, you know, with some of the new players, it was, it was fun, so can't complain.
0: Yeah, I was I was looking at it. Last year was technically your freshman year even though it was your third year. Yeah. And now you're going into your sophomore year even though it's your fourth year. Exactly. Um What 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 is it like for you knowing you have like so much eligibility left and you're still got, got years ahead of you? But at the same time, you've, you've been in the SEC school. You've mm-hmm. been in Nortex for a year now. You know what to expect. Just uh, what is that What is that like for you?
1: It's, it's been a good, good experience, uh, you know, playing at the SEC uh, young and then coming here to this conference. And, uh, you know, I'm just a lot more comfortable with, you know, learning playbooks and stuff like that. Like I, I get – like I already know what to expect, uh, you know, uh, school-wise or even uh, in the weight room, like how to work out and just the mindset I have. And, you know, it's it's good being – this old and having three years left, but I don't plan on using all three because I ain't trying to be a college that long. But I'll be the I, next Austin on Yeah, hey, no, nah, I, <laughs> I ain't trying to be 30 over here.
0: But, <laughs> I was gonna say, we, we just had Larry Nixon on, and he's going to year six, I think. Yeah, I ain't trying so, to be like boys, Yeah, Larry now. Rod's young, so we'll give him that. Yeah, but we'll give him that.
2: <laughs> what you got, Con? Um, obviously, uh, last name's Macklin. Jeremy believes your cousin in the NFL. How is he mm. kind of? you know get it guided you to this moment and and has he given you any words of wisdom you know especially with him being in the nfl
1: man i ain't gonna lie if it weren't for him i probably wouldn't even be here i, I wouldn't even you know be in a position i mean because i you know i grew up kind of rough and then without him and having that motivation that you know what i mean having somebody like that on my side has helped me tremendously and, and you know i give him all the credit for my career you know what i'm saying of course i put my work in but you know, it was times where I was down and thinking about quitting the football and you know, going through stuff outside of uh football and he he's been there with me every step and I you know I can't uh and I'm very grateful, very fortunate to have somebody like that. And, you know, uh football wise, you know, he, he always give me tips and, and, and stuff like that. Like he went once he came to our scrimmage, not spring game, but the one before that, mm-hmm. just giving me a few tips and stuff like that. And he just he just it's just fun to have somebody like that to come watch it. And I was a little nervous. I'm like, I haven't played uh in front of him since senior high school. So just playing in front of him oh, was wow. It, yeah, I know it's been a long time, but it was it was fun. I enjoy it. Uh, you know, and we, we're like we're like this. Like we're we're really close. So, like I said, I'm just grateful and fortunate to have somebody like that in my life, man.
0: Yeah, that's um, that was really cool. That was a cool thing when you came over and we got to know your story a little bit. Um, yeah. just that aspect of it. Um, when we look at other like influences and other, I mean, obviously coaches and stuff. This will be. I mean, this is your third head coach now. You went go from Drinkwitz to Trial to. To so Morris, um, what if you had to describe each of them and what makes them all unique? How would you do it? Obviously, we still get to know Morris. Morris only what three months into it, but I guess Drinkwitz for me being I'm I'm in Baton Rouge, I'm in LS, I'm at LSU right now, so I, yeah. I've seen a lot of Drinkwitz interviews and stuff, and he is right. an interesting.
1: Nah, he, he was a funny. Drinkwitz was a funny guy, you know. I appreciate him for even giving me the opportunity to still come to Mizzou because you know he uh, he came in right before I was supposed to come in early January. And, you know, Odom got fired. You know, I had a great relationship with Odom and he got fired and Drinkles came in. So he was he was a pretty cool guy. Uh, Latrell was real quiet, but me and Latrell was, was still tight. tight. Uh, he was very player-like, player-friendly type of guy. And, you know, we all love Latrell. And, you know, we're still getting to know Morris. But Morris is, is awesome so far. So, you know, I can't complain. I'm just grateful to be here, you know.
0: I mean, he's obviously an, an offensive-minded coach. How do you see that in – Obviously early practices, spring. Mm-hmm. How did you see that in the spring as he was trying to install, you know, his offensive like philosophy?
1: I'd tell you that our, our offense was definitely more difficult than the past two that I was at. The past two I was at, like Amazon at was a little bit more simpler and definitely last year was a lot more simpler. But this offense is a little more crazy. It's a lot more, a lot more stuff. But like, you know, we like it, we enjoy it. I know that uh, we'll probably be throwing the ball a lot, you know. Um, and that's something I of course I'm a receiver, so I like that. Uh but I like it though. I, I enjoy it. And I'm just trying to Trying to you know get in, and learn a playbook, and learn every position, so I can be wherever they need me. And I can just get thrown in. At
2: <clears throat> kind of going in a little bit deeper. Uh, obviously, you said it's a lot more complicated. Is there anything else that kind of sticks out with the offense under Morris this year? Because obviously, Seth wanted to you know tee it high and let it fly. What's what's Morris's, I guess, uh, moniker? What's what's he going for?
1: I think I like. I think I like kind of the route concepts we got. We got a lot more route concepts than we got. Then uh, since we had you know last year, last year we didn't really have that many route contact like we only ran probably four or five routes you know what i mean which wasn't a problem but like now we get to show our skill set a little more in uh as a receivers you know what i'm saying and and mm-hmm. i like that a lot so
0: yeah i mean last year it kind of turned it well last two years really it mm-hmm. turned into like a little bit building y'all based the pass game kind of off the run game exactly like, to a degree so it's kind yeah. of going that direction now um for you obviously last year was kind of your breakout year after the two years at at missouri where you had injury retro, all that stuff yeah. um what was it like for you to kind of break out and have those 16 catches 380 yards two touchdowns is that how you imagined yourself being used in that first year i mean 24 yards per reception jay i'm, I'm <laughs> more like that. that's kind of that's kind of a lot
1: yeah i was leading the nation with 30 at some point it was crazy i'm not even i never even envisioned that i was just trying to come in and do what i can do and i, I and since i came in and a lot of guys can vouch I, i've I worked my tail off, and I earned I, I, my. I came in with the mindset of earning my respect for these guys because just because I came from a big school doesn't mean anything, and you know I just wanted to work and, and solidify myself, and I did that from the jump. I was expecting to make a little bit more impact last year. I don't know if you, a lot of people even know, like, like the stuff I was doing was like you know pretty decent. You know what I'm saying? And, and a lot of the guys were uh, kind of upset with what uh, how I was being played, how I was being played. You know what I'm saying? Because I wasn't getting enough time. Sometimes you know I was times where I get four or five plays a game when I felt like you know I earned a lot more, you know what I'm saying? But a lot of that stuff I couldn't control and I was upset at times, I'm not going to lie to you. I was upset because I knew that I could help my teammates out, you know, and they knew I could help them out, but they I wasn't being used properly. And, you know, hopefully this year I can just, you know, uh, convince these coaches to, you know, trust in me and, and my abilities because I work hard and, you know, I, I give all the glory to God because without him I wouldn't be here either. So I'm just grateful.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, we, we heard in the in the spring game, you, you went off, so. yeah. Uh, what what was what, what was working there? Because the whole thing for us was the whole spring. It was like the defense. There was a lot of talk about the defense mm-hmm. winning, the defense a Spring game happens, and the offense finally gets clicking, and you kind of lead that. Yeah. What changed for you, and what changed for the offense in that in that game or in that day? I guess
1: I think a lot of us like for us, it was just getting comfortable, like because it's it's so different. Like mm-hmm. you know what I mean, like what we do uh, as an operation as uh, offense. It was so different. A lot of quarterbacks were still getting comfortable. You know, quarterbacks, when they got a new coaching staff come in, they're just so scared about making the wrong decisions and stuff like that. Yeah. But once they finally, like, get comfortable and get into who they are as players, like, that's when things start clicking. And you know what I mean? And we all mm-hmm. build that chemistry and we trust each other. So that – and, you now I'm just fortunate enough the quarterback to throw me the ball. I always tell them because every time where I'm like, hey, can y'all throw me the ball? And they don't like to throw me the ball sometimes. <laughs> but, you know, I don't, I don't mean to be a, a – a, a, you know, like, a, I'm not a stand or selfish guy. You know what I mean? I'm just one of those players, like, yeah, if I feel like, you know, we aren't clicking as an offense, like, if you give me the ball, I can, you know, make something happen. You know what I mean? I'm one of those type of guys. If we got players that can do the same. Uh, other receivers, other running backs, they can do the same. So, I just feel like, you know, whenever, you know, we need a player something, just come my way, and I'll, you know, do my best to make it.
2: <clears throat> what would you say your uh... – your favorite thing is to do as a receiver? Because obviously, you know, you have guys that like to go deep. You already mentioned route runners, uh, yeah. being a route runner. What's your favorite thing to, I'm a, to do?
1: I'm a route runner. I'm uh, a route runner. Yeah. Hey, you guys, any other guys or anybody just out there that knows me, like I'm a, I'm a pretty decent route runner because I, I study a lot of NFL guys and, uh, you know, I really work on my craft outside of this. So that that helps me with, you know, produce on the field. So, I'm, so your I'm,
2: favorite thing is to break a dude's ankles then? Killing them.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that, that's it. Shaking them, that's it. That's what I'm pretty good at. So, um, stick to my roots. It's
0: because I'll never forget. I used to stay at an apartment complex, I don't even remember the name of it anymore. Con, do you remember it? The Rage. Um, no, I didn't say I didn't stay at the Ridge, but no. Um, <laughs> after that, I don't remember what it was called, but we had the sand volleyball courts, and uh, Jalen Darden would be out there with yeah. like a host of receivers, and they'd just be out there with the cones and just in the sand yeah. the whole summer, all summer nah. breaking it down. Yeah, and did, do you do that in the sand? Is that yeah, is that something? I,
1: I did a lot back when I was at Mizzou. I don't really get in the sand as much now. I think I might have did it once last year, but but that that sand is it, it. You know, it's heavy on your feet. So once you get off of, off of it, like it's it's your fight. Your feet feel really light. So that that sand is really really good for you as a receiver. So interesting.
0: Yeah, I stayed right next to the sand volleyball court, so was mm-hmm. like I just always heard them. There. Yeah, yeah. Um, you, you mentioned y'all's y'all's receiver room. Yeah. It is. Some people have called it the deepest receiving room. In recent you in recent history for mm-hmm. North Texas. Um obviously for us, we're old and uh mm-hmm. we go back to like the 2017, we had Jalen Guyton and Rico Bussi and Jalen Darden and all that. But the depth here with you, Jair, Tommy, Rod Burns, mm-hmm. Travian, Damon, all these guys go down the list. How like do y'all feel the the depth that y'all have in oh, that? We, room? Know.
1: we know how deep we are and it's that 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 right there makes us like compete. You know what I mean? Because you know college football is all about competing we got to compete with each other every day so like we know like okay i got this guy that that's trying to you know what i mean take that 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 number one spot and then you know that makes us like you know what i mean and there's no like beef between us cuz we all know that we all pretty good and we know like we come in and do our jobs and we got a new staff so like you know we all trying to compete and that 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 we love and but we feed off each other you know what i mean we feed off each other's energy and we we help each other out no matter what cuz there's no beef but we all pretty tight as a receiving room so like we help each other out when it comes to little stuff or if, like if I drop a ball, uh, Damon come up to me, oh, you, you tripping. You're not, you're not locked in. And I'm like, okay, I got you. You know what I mean? And it, it's, it's that simple because we all got that relationship to where we can do that. So
0: you've, you've been, you were at Missouri for two years. How, how does yeah. this receiver room stack up as far as like, you know, high level competition and high level depth? That oh, yeah, We see? got some, we
1: got some guys. I always tell the guys here, like, yeah, I learned far off from, you know what I mean? From the guys in the SEC that I played with and stuff like yeah. that. Like y'all all are pretty good. You know what I mean? I just have to let them know that like, I played with some good guys at Mizzou, some great guys at Mizzou. Like, those guys were really good. And I'm like, y'all are really good, too. You know what I mean? I'm just letting them know that, like, y'all can play at the SEC level if y'all need to. Like, if y'all want to, y'all can. You know what I mean? I just yeah. give those guys that confidence, you
0: know? Yeah, I don't think people realize the the gap is not very big No, it's all. not. People – no, trust me. I'm, 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 I'm at LSU. I watched uh, Kyron Lacy from UL. Yeah. And he's just going exactly. crazy right now. It's like yep. – it's not not that big of a of a gap here. Yeah, it's just all
1: about the system you're in and stuff like that to really show, like you know, I mean, your skill set. But we, sure. we anybody can play that on that level.
0: <laughs> for
2: sure. <clears throat> Usually, Brienne, are you good?
0: Oh, I got, good. I got I got I got a couple more. I got a couple more. Okay, now. you keep uh, okay. you firing them off. Are the tough ones here before we, we go? Um, you mentioned last year, obviously the the ups and downs for y'all as a team, ups and downs for you individually. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, how were you able to get through that emotionally? Cause that's, that, that's some of the toughest things for an athlete to go through is Man. not playing, not succeeding, all that stuff yeah. and sticking with it. Yeah. Like, how did you get through that? Well,
1: number one was my cousin, Jeremy, cause I used to call him after every game that I didn't play a lot and cry. Like I used to go home in my car and I used to just cry for like mm-hmm. 10 minutes, him and my dad, I used to just cry because of, I'm very competitive, you know what I mean? I'm very passionate about the game of football and I know that I can help a team, you know what I'm saying? So once I wasn't getting those opportunities, I'm like, and we were losing, I'm like, man, like, I know I can help us, but like, you know what I mean? And I'm showing the coaches every day. Even when I go to practice, like, even though I didn't play in those games a lot on Saturdays, I used to go to practice on Mondays and Tuesdays and Wednesdays and make those my practice days, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm like, okay, I don't know if I'm going to play Saturday. So these two, two days are my game days, which was our hardest practices. And, uh, us as a team like we, we we still were close no matter what like even though we were going through those ups and downs and a lot of that stuff we couldn't really control but you know we stick the, the biggest thing was us just sticking together and we did that our relationship was still tight even though we didn't get the outcome we did as a team we, we, we still locked in so
0: that's uh, we we've asked Rod and we've asked Larry their opinions mm-hmm. on this but honestly y'all didn't have a lot of transfers out whenever the the coaching change was yeah. made like why do you think that that was? Because on both sides of the ball, we look at across the board where yeah. top guys, for the most part, I mean, you had the uh, Jake left um, and uh, keys left, but like other than that, it's like most of the team is the same. Why? Why do you think that is?
1: I think a lot of the guys are like just see this as a new opportunity for you know a lot of guys that didn't play last year. They're like, okay, we're gonna see what these new coaches are about, you know what I mean, and, yeah. and see what type of system they're gonna run, and you know maybe we can they can get another chance of, of, of you know competing to actually playing this year. So. You know, I mean, I told a lot, a lot of guys. You know, a lot of guys always talk about, okay, I don't know if I'm gonna leave, and I'm like, you know, you can. This is a new, new, fresh, new start for you. come in, you 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 work hard, and and you you know, you get, get a, a good first impression on the coaches, and you know, you never know. it This can be your your year to to really break out. So, yeah, I've been through it. I told the guys, I'm like, man, that transfer port is scary, bro. Like, you you may go in there, you might not even have nowhere to go. So, like, you you might want to stay here and and try to, you know, what I mean, because you yeah. other of course, y'all know, y'all see how many players. Into the portal every every after every year. So yeah. i was just try to help those guys out.
0: Last thing, uh, for me, we can't let you leave without asking about the quarterback competition where we got
1: <laughs> I knew that was coming d- at some point. We got
0: dudes everywhere. We got yeah. Chandler, we got mm-hmm. Stone, we got Jace. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean JD obviously got hurt in the spring game. Hope hope he's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, man, what has it been like for you as a receiver to watch these guys compete, watch them go through it and just watch them try to Try to win the job. It,
1: it's been fun. Cause like, it's the same way with the receivers. Uh, they know that they are good and they know that, you know, they got to be on top of their sh- uh, game every practice. You know what I'm saying? Cause everything you're doing is being evaluated. Uh Me as a receiver, I don't really care who's the quarterback is Cause I know it can be Jackson, the, the walk-on, it can be any of those guys. I, I, I trusted them and I believe in them, uh to be our quarterback. So <clears throat> me as a receiver, I can't really uh, control who's a quarterback. That's the coach's decision to, to figure out who's best for us to win. But I know all those guys can help us. And I, uh, I just, you know, I just pray they throw me the ball. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> so, you know, I gotta, I gotta build a relationship with all of them and get that chemistry with all of them because I never know which one of them were you know, what I mean, going to be in the game. Yeah. So, I just, just try to build that chemistry and tell them like, "Yo, you can throw me the ball, brother. I got you." You know, so yeah. a, yeah, if you want to
0: get your, get your numbers up, just, just throw yeah, it to me.
1: Exactly. <laughs> get your
0: completion percentage up. We'll get yeah. your yards up. Get all of it up. Yeah. Um, yeah. Man, DeMoria, he almost, almost, almost let a cur- cuss word fly real quick in there. Yeah, I know. I gotta.
1: Catch, I, I be catching myself sometimes. Media trained, media know, trained right, boy media over here. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> all right, Colin, go ahead.
2: Um, So, last thing we ask everybody is: one, what would be your second sport be if it wasn't football? And basketball. then basketball.
0: Basketball.
2: Oh, perfect. You did. play. You play in high school.
1: Yeah, best hoop on the team. So You were we, big no, when... no, no. Me and Rob Burns are one A and one B when it comes to hooping. Best on the team, hands down.
2: Like, is there like it's a gap? So it's y'all two, and then. Then it's other people, yeah. Got you. Everybody, gotcha. Else. Gotcha. Everybody gotcha. else. Do y'all, so play,
1: were... y'all still play at the, the practice facility? No, we, we don't go over there. We go to the red. We were just there yesterday playing y'all basketball th- for like three hours. Yeah.
0: Damn, dude. See, this is – see, when I was – so when I was young – or not young, when I was young. When I was at North Texas, mm-hmm. I, I remember Oscar Attaway, uh mm-hmm. would go when he was a freshman, and we played a while. And then some other players – I don't remember who it was. There were some receivers I would go to, but – yeah, those were the days. We just yeah. go up at the rec and play. Mm-hmm. The best game, the best game is when two actual like players from or three actual players from North Texas actually played in it, and we yeah. were all playing.
1: Uh-huh. And I hit
0: a three, and I was just, I felt like I was just like, "Hey, man, put me on the team." Put yeah,
1: <laughs> we're supposed to be doing like a little five on five, four on four against the uh, <clears throat> men's basketball team soon. So we're gonna be doing that just for fun, oh. you know, just you know, cause we all talk stuff. So we're gonna be, yeah. yeah, give I us like, a heads up. I'm gonna, yeah, yeah, gonna, I gotta gonna, let y'all know how, they, how those results come out. Yeah, video funny. crew
0: out here we'll we'll get we'll get everything yeah. going but all right
2: basketball is is his pick yeah and then uh second part what's your what's your hobby your, your like obscure hobby or what do you do when you're not playing football
1: read the bible a lot uh what do i do when i'm not playing football so deandre
0: right? tory bold rod burns said he's doing shot put uh what did larry say no uh Rod said he
2: was Rod, on Rod the couch, Brown. sorry, Rod Brown. Yeah, Rod, Rod, Rod said he was on the couch eating food, watching movies. That's how uh, like
1: they do that for sure. <laughs> they do that for sure. What did Larry
2: say? Larry, I forgot what Larry said. Oh, Larry said he hangs out with his, uh, his, his child. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's his biggest thing.
1: Yeah, I think, yeah. I, I think I just sit on TikTok all day, pretty much. <laughs> that's pretty much all I do
0: got that screen time up, huh?
1: man, that screen time is off the roof right now. (laughs) For sure.
0: Dude, man, oh, man. Are are you the jokester on the team?
1: I am one of the top ones. That's why they put me on the mic. When I was mic'd up, they put me on there. And they missed out a lot of my jokes. They should have put them on there because I would have had y'all laughing. Why why did they take
0: it out? Were you cussing? What were you doing?
1: I I didn't cuss at all. I probably cussed maybe like one time. But, like, I was making a lot of jokes, like some good ones, too. (laughs) Hey, I don't know why they didn't put it on there, but I'm one of the top jokes on the team for You're sure. Just
0: clowning people, yeah. left and right. You know, yeah. I mean? <laughs> that's funny. All right, man. Well, yeah. we'll let you go. We'll let you go. Um, thank you for joining us. Uh, it's been great talking to you, man. We're looking forward to this year. Mm. Um, you know, we'll ha- we'll have to have you on again over the summer sometime.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. I appreciate y'all for having me. Appreciate it, Jay. Yeah, Jamori.
0: You. Sorry, Jamori Mac. You good? You good? You caught good. it, Jay Mac. <laughs> All right, Colin. Um. Spring game is behind us now. We have intel from who looked good, uh, what we saw, or not saw, what we heard, and everything like that. Uh, the really the main thing is the quarterback position, right? Because there is a clip floating around on Twitter. I don't know who put it out there that I said if Jace Ruder keeps playing like this, Jace Ruder is going to be the quarterback.
2: And it's like, is, it, is this is this the bracket like the North Texas bracket all over again for like Chandler Rogers <clears throat> or North <throat> Texas fans, or it's like jace Ruder qb1 and then you're gonna have to rip it up once chandler rogers becomes oh. qb1
0: <laughs> photoshop it photoshop it to where i hand it to ren and it's jace Ruder rip it up and just put my face on ren's and then rip it and be like boom chandler rogers <laughs>
2: yeah
0: here we go um for those who don't know or maybe didn't read or maybe y'all did read and you want to talk about it um from all accounts chandler rogers won the spring game it doesn't matter uh, green, black uh uniform doesn't matter Chandler Rogers, eleven 14 eighty nine yards more than anything so so here's what I want to go jace Ruder six and nine fifty three yards Stone Earl, four for eight sixty one yards touchdown uh, heard he ran really well as well JD head gets hurt, get uh, injured over two, but hope he's okay, everything like that. but we can narrow this down to three Ruder, Rogers, Earl. And that's pretty much where we were at. We'll talk about Grant Ganell entering the portal as well. We got to get touch on that. And Tayshawn Johnson entering the portal. We got to talk about that. Um, but if we start with the quarterbacks, it still looks to me like it is a rooter versus Rodgers battle. And Stone Earl is going to play, regardless of who is the quarterback. They'll have Stone Earl packages. What was worrisome to us and didn't make sense to us is why Chandler Rodgers wasn't getting reps as heavy as the other quarterbacks. And that's where, like, okay, if he's not even getting reps here, like, we can't evaluate him. Therefore, Jace Reuter, meanwhile, is throwing four touchdowns and putting up crazy numbers. Yeah. Like, yeah, Jace Ruder's in, in the lead. But this is the performance that people needed to see, the staff needed to see, and, and fans needed to see from Chandler Rogers is the efficiency. We're talking about a guy who completed over 60, 60 what was it, 65% of his passes? Like, yes. close to 70, wasn't it?
2: Oh, you're talking about at...
0: Uh... ULM. Yes, he,
2: it was six sixty-five.
0: Yeah, it was high. So, the efficiency we know is there. And now he's getting 14 attempts in the spring game. And now we can really see that expanded for multiple drives, multiple uh, dropbacks. And so, Chandler mm-hmm. Rogers, winner of the spring game from the quarterback battle. I, I think it's interesting. Uh, I'll, I'll stop rambling, but I think it's interesting. Jace Reuter is such a different quarterback in a way from Chandler Rogers, you know, he's bigger. He doesn't run as fast, but he can move uh, bigger arm and all that stuff. But Chandler Rogers is kind of that quick and efficient quarterback. So right. you have two different types and I'm interested to see what Eric Morris goes with. Yeah. I think
2: just like you said, uh, obviously he won the spring, but I also think that because he won the spring, it puts a lot more weight into him being QB one going into the fall just because listen you showed up like what i mean it's the spring game i know but it's not practice at this point like it has a name yeah. attached to it um and if you want to call them the bright lights of spring <laughs> then, then you can and chandler rogers showed up so uh i think that's there's a lot of stock you should take in into the spring game um secondly it was good to see all that happened with the defense usually dominating these these spring scrimmages so that was also great to see um but yeah, going forward, I think this is this is Chandler Jobs. Ch- oh, wow, Chandler Rogers' job to lose um, at this point. Um, obviously, Jace can still come,
0: kind of come from behind, but I think it's Chandler's job. And that's what we assumed when he got here, right? Like we, we, when he got here, we were like, okay, Chandler Rogers starting quarterback, no doubts. Then he doesn't play a ton in the scrimmages. Then obviously they're just scrimmages; they're not practice. We don't know what's happening in practice, but. It was very limited and very weird where we saw JD Head and Stone Earl getting more snaps, getting more pass attempts, all that stuff. Um, so just naturally, you have to kind of drop him a bit. Um, I did think it was interesting. They immediately dropped Grant Ganell fifth, and he enters the portal, which we'll talk about, like I said. But mm-hmm. Eric Morris doesn't seem like he's interested in stringing this along. No, Eric and- Morris seems like this thing is like – this is like on American Idol where they get down to the Final Five and they start eliminating one every single week. <laughs> like, that's just what this is. Was the last time you watched American Idol? I used to watch that a lot when I was a kid. That was one of the go-tos. Yeah, Br- Scotty Br- McCreary, all those. Brady's Br- got his popcorn, runs up to it at 8 o'clock, runs upstairs to the TV. Let's just say we watched a lot of those uh, competition shows growing up. America's yeah. Got Talent, American Idol. So, you think you can dance? I don't know if you America's know. Got Talent's
2: way better than American Idol. Anyways, I guess we're kind of getting off course here. So,
0: <laughs> that's, that's, that's a tough one. I don't know about that. I don't know. Um, but regardless, um, yeah. So, you had Grant Ganell chopped, uh, JD Head injured. Uh, we didn't presume him to be in the top three, but JD Head probably not in that group. So, then we go top three. And we leave spring with that, but I think over the summer, I think it'll be quickly narrowed down to two: Ruder Reuter Rudger Rogers, and it, Morris is not coy the same way Seth Detroit was. Mm-hmm. Morris is not like, well, you know, because uh, Seth in this situation would be like, well, you know, everybody's playing well, and uh, we'll have to evaluate all our options. And the difference is he would be saying that until a week before the game. Yeah, he wouldn't have the the, the depth chart before the first game would have said. Jace Reuter or Chandler Rogers or Stone Earl or JD head. Like that would have been the roster. Yeah. It's not going to, it doesn't feel like it's going to be that way with Eric Morris. Right. Doesn't he feel more decisive?
2: Yes. And it feels refreshing because uh, you mentioned Grant going to go into the transfer portal. It's, it's in my mind. I don't know whoever's, I mean, obviously it's a mutual decision because you know, yeah. whatever, but it's, it makes me think, okay, we're not going to have six quarterbacks on this roster. We're going to have five quarterbacks on this roster. We're going to pick our quarterback, you know, before fall i think that's the that's the biggest thing with him so far especially in interviews and you watch him obviously he's not giving away who number one is yet but he's giving more substance to his answers where he's like and even when he's like narrowing him down you know seth would never gone yeah there's three left there's four left he would he would never have done that and it's a refreshing thing to see as a fan because you go into it with more confidence um in terms of what the coaches think or who they think is best and i think
0: that 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 brings a lot of weight I have another perspective as well, in that I think uh, Jamori kind of put it pr- really well, where he said uh, the offense is more complicated, more mm-hmm. advanced than the other two coaches. And he's Eli Drinkwitz is is a heck of a coach at Missouri right now. Like it, that is nothing short of a very, very, very good coach. South trail offensive minded coach as well. This is another offensive minded coach, but he's a young, like ambitious one that wants to install a lot which maybe that's a mistake. Maybe he shouldn't be installing so much, but he is. With that being the case, you have to have a quarterback that's comfortable in that system. Mm-hmm. Because if you go back and forth between two quarterbacks and in a, in a system that is this complex, your timing is not going to be right. Your checks are not going to be right all the time. Your basic communication, your basic timing, like everything is just going to be off. Yeah, like, I think that's why at the end of the day, he's going to narrow it down very, very early in fall camp and say, you're the starter. We have to figure this out because different quarterbacks are good at different things and they see things differently. So you, if you're Eric Morris, who is like we've said before, the job he's done with quarterbacks in in his you know, young career has been very, very impressive. I think that he's going to have to find one and just ride with him early on because it's just too complicated. It's way too much to ask for two guys to do it. This isn't last year where they're basing everything they do off of the run game or two years ago where everything was off the run game. This seems like it's going to be, no, you're going to have to make plays first down, second down, third down. It doesn't matter the down. Like they'll still run the ball, but you're going to have to make plays on every down.
2: Two things with what you just said. First thing, is it refreshing to you that the offense is going to be one more complicated and that it seems like he's going to, uh, like you said, ride or die with the quarterbacks early just because of the complication of the offense?
0: I I, I am excited that it is more complicated because last couple years it has been overly simplified to a degree. You could argue 2019 was kind of oversimplified with yeah. Mason Fine. Like When Seth Luttrell did not have Mason Fine, we saw it very much constrict. And there were injuries part of that as well, but we saw it constrict the offense to where it was like all right we're running the ball x amount of times like we're running the ball 70 percent of the time 60 percent of the time we're running it a lot and then we're basing the pass game off of that this is a very very different identity of a coach of an offensive play caller potentially like this is what eric morse is going to bring and that's what i'm excited to see because it's worth it an incarnate word it worked at washington state it worked when he had patrick mahomes like this is a quarterback's a quarterback friendly coach Mm -hmm. and so if nothing else we heard from macklin it's like they have instead of having five route concepts they have what 10 now like yeah it's just x it's just double the amount and that just opens up a lot more opportunities for you to be more versatile on first and second down to where you're not in those third down situations so that's what i'm excited for
2: yeah i I completely agree i honestly forgot what my second thing was going to be that i was going to ask you so i'll have to think of it later but you know Yeah. Um, Grant Ginnell into
0: the transfer did That surprise you?
2: No. And I would be annoyed if he didn't transfer. It it goes back to that thing. Why are we hoarding quarterbacks that aren't playing? Exactly. Give the give the scholarship or the or the spot on the roster to a different player that deserves it or can be more helpful. Um, I already said that was that's probably the biggest thing for me. On top of how decisive he's been overall, is just we're seeing roster moves that reflect that as well. It's like okay. Let's not sit here and just kind of, you know, play ring around the rosy and, and wait to see what happens year after year after year. Because with Seth, it was the same type of thing, you know, it, the quarterback battle, right? You had Jason Anni, you had uh, Jason
0: Bean, Austin Ani.
2: Jason being Austin Ani as well. So you had both of those. Uh, what you said, Jason Ani initially. It was Jason Ani, wasn't it? You it mean, was Jason it, it, it was Jace Ruder, Austin Awny. Oh, battling!
0: Oh, I, oh, you said Jace and Ani?
2: Yeah, no, I, I thought meant you said like,
0: Jason Ani.
2: That'd be crazy. I no, 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 no. no. That'd be cra- now. My brain's not that fried. Um, but like, but like the the ring around a rosy of like one quarterback could play it one half, the other could play the whole game. Yeah, and we're seeing the exact opposite of that with roster moves with Grant Ganell and then also so far with quarterback. So no, I don't think it's a surprise. And like I said, I'd be angry if it if you uh, stayed.
0: Yeah. Um Tayshawn Johnson, defensive lineman, entered the portal as well. Uh kind of a defensive tackle there. Uh we already know Enoch Jackson had a good spring. Uh so he'll be there. And then Rod Brown as well. So you have your two starting defensive tackles if you want to go two DTs, um, two down there. Um Fatafehi Vela or June. Was it June but June? It was just June. June. Right? June, uh another interior defensive lineman at six three hundred pounds. So I think they're fine at DT. This isn't a real big loss to me, um, but it's worth noting. Tayshon Johnson enters the transfer portal. Uh, really no other movement to speak of to this point, right? That's been... Yeah. Do you That's... think that
2: because of the way that the... This, this is my other question involving oh. the transfer portal. Do you think that because the running game hasn't been as much as a focal point up to this point and hasn't really been performing as good as they was in the past obviously injuries do you think that that might cause some shakeup?
0: it's hard right now because of the injuries to the room to where we don't have the full room i think it's isaiah johnson and uh, oscar radway still aren't 100 percent. so yeah. without them you have the other guys like quillan farrar and so on and so forth getting a lot of snaps and so they don't feel it yet they might feel it in the middle of the year when there's five backs or six backs and they're not running the we're not and North Texas isn't running the ball 60% of the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like then you might start feeling it. But I think there's enough diversity in the room to keep most of them happy. Uh at the end of the day, will we'll have to see how this offense looks like. Yeah. I'm again I was surprised they all stayed in the first place. True. Yeah, fair like, enough. The, fair the enough. Portal, the, the portal second portal window is about to close in like four days and they're all here. So We'll see. Varkey's gums committed to Arkansas. Congratulations to him. So we'll get to see him in the SEC. I think he's going to do very, very well. Um, but yeah, that's all the all the transfer news. Anything else before we we wrap it up? I don't have anything else. Okay. All right. Next week, I think we're gonna have a loaded podcast. We have a loaded podcast. Two guests at least. At, at least. least. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see okay um Uh, two two guests i keep calling on his toes too colin doesn't even know i mean
2: you let me know you let me know about this one a week in advance normally it's like two days before you're like
0: hey this time be there yeah so um anyways we will uh continue with the guest series hope y'all enjoy it and everything uh leave a like comment share subscribe for those who have not noticed or maybe haven't i'm gonna put this out on our podcast feed as well on our green room podcast feed, it looks like we haven't posted in a month. Um, we are posting our audio, uh, our audio for these podcasts on the Dave Campbell's Texas Re- Republic of Football, um, podcast feed. So we will have it, I will link it in the description. Um, I link it on Twitter every time. I know it's not the easiest thing because they have all of them there, but, um, I link, our, I link ours only. Like I don't link the whole feed. I link ours directly, and you, you'll be able to click on that if you want the audio version of that. If you're listening to this right now, then you're most likely watching on YouTube most of the time. But just for future reference, um, our Wednesday podcasts are always on the Republic of Football feed. So I'm going to post uh, an audio little snippet on our feed as well, just so that way people understand that, because I have gotten a lot of questions about that. So I want to make sure we're on the same page there. But follow us on Twitter. It makes life a lot easier. Green Room UNT. I missed it. That's all right. Green Room UNT. Follow us on Spotify. Um, Oh, I guess not Spotify. (laughs) But um, when we do more than one podcast a week, you'll see the second one on – our yeah. feed so yeah just all uh, off season right now we're just getting through one a week and kind of just going from there so anyways follow us on twitter Matthew Bruni underscore at cjh mitchell leave us a um like comment share subscribe uh, thank you all for supporting us during this off season and we will be back next week with another guest or two